Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio here at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I sure have enjoyed our studies in the book of Hebrews, and we are nearing the shore, if you will. We're almost through the book of Hebrews. We're still here in chapter 12, but before you know it, we'll be on to another book in our Bible. But I have enjoyed this book all the wonderful truths that are in it. And remember now, the theme of Hebrews is Jesus is better. Maybe you needed to hear that today. Maybe you're going through something. I want you to understand something. Jesus is better. Whatever it is, whatever you're facing, Jesus is better. He's worth it all. You can smile. You can shout. You can sing no matter what you're facing in life. Why? Because we have Jesus and having him, we need nothing else. He satisfies completely. Now, the contrast in the book of Hebrews is that of the Old Testament system with the new. Jesus has come to establish the second and done away with the former. He's better than Moses. He's better than creation. He's better than angels. He's better than the priesthood. He's better than the sacrificial system. He's better than the law. All those things Jesus came and he suppressed them, uh, or surpassed them, rather. He overcame them. He is beyond them. He is better. Now, we studied in Hebrews 12, the last several broadcasts. In last broadcast, we talked about not sacrificing the eternal on the altar of the immediate. Don't sell out for instant gratification and miss out on the hand of God. And the example given was Esau. Esau, we know the story. He got hungry and sold his birthright for pottage, and he wasn't thinking about down the road. He was thinking about, I need instant gratification. And the Bible admonishes us as Christians, we can get our eyes off the prize. We can lose reward in heaven. We can ruin our race if we get our eyes on instant gratification and off of God. And so we're not supposed to live for the wicked now and now, but we're pressing on toward the sweet by and by. And that's the goal. That's the aim. That's the race that we run. And that's what we just read and studied in Hebrews last broadcast. Now there's a application given to us now in verse 18. We'll read down through verse 23 in uh, the broadcast today, and the Bible contrasts the Old Testament race with the New Testament race. We don't run the same race. We're not going the same way. Our motivation is not the same motivation. We've got something better. We've got something more superior than that, and we see it now in these following verses. Verse 18, Hebrews 12 says, For ye are not come unto the mount that might be touched, and that burn with fire, nor into blackness and darkness and tempest, and the sound of a trumpet, and the voice of words which voice they that heard entreated that the word should not be spoken to them any more. For they could not endure that which was commanded. And if it so much as a beast touched the mountain, it shall be stoned or thrust through with a dart. And so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. But ye are come under Mount Zion, and under the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men, made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling, that speaketh better things than that of 
able. Now, as we read these verses, the writer begins to prepare a significant contrast between the goal of the Old Testament race and to that of the New Testament race, if you will. We're all running a race. The Christian life is likened unto a race. Paul said, I, he said, I, uh, I, I press toward the mark. In the beginning of our chapter, it says, run with patience in verse number one. And that's what we're doing. Those in Christ, those of us who are saved, we're not running a race toward Mount Sinai. We're not going toward that mount that might be touched, that mount that burned with fire. We're not going to that mount that sounded out with the sound of the trumpet. We're not going to that mount that uh, was so terrible, that mount that was so uh, intimidating, that mount of judgment, that place of the law. We're not running toward that, but we do have a a race to run. So the Bible here, the writer is saying the thought is our finish line is not the old covenant. Our finish line is not the law, but rather we are running toward heaven, the heavenly Mount Zion. We're running toward heaven itself. There's a finish line. That finish line is the city of the living God. And that finish line is the heavenly Jerusalem. That finish line is an innumerable company of angels. It says there at the finish line, there is waiting for us the general assembly and the first, the church of the firstborn whose names are written down in heaven. We're talking about the assembled body of Christ up in glory. We have the church, the firstborn, those who've been born again by the Spirit of God. That's what we're running for. That compassing witness of Hebrews 12 and verse number one, that's what we're running for. We're not running for something tangible. We're not running for something temporal. We're not running towards something that is uh, that which is a place of judgment or law or that which cannot be touched with the hand. We're running toward a heavenly city with a heavenly crowd in a heavenly country. <laughs> Thank God we're headed for heaven. We got to run the race. We got to keep running the race and run it with patience. We run it with patience. The description of the finish line. It's a heavenly place. It's heavenly people. That's uh, a prepared place up in glory. We're running. We're pressing toward that mark. That's why we run with patience. That means we run with faith. We don't get knocked off course. We don't get knocked side uh, off, off to the side. We don't get sidetracked and swerve. No, we run. We run through difficulty, run through heartache, run through whatever comes our way. Why? Because we're running toward heaven, and we want to run with patience, run with faith, and we keep on keeping on. We just run. God, who's the judge of all, the Bible talks about, and to the spirits of just men made perfect. And There's a reference here to those who've been justified by faith and made complete in Christ. That word perfect means we've been made complete, and thank God for that. Uh, look at verse number 25. In verse number 25, if you have your uh, Bible it talks about Jesus being our mediator. We're going to talk about that later on. But Jesus being our, or the verse number 24, Jesus our mediator. That's what we run to. We're running toward a place, but more than that, we're running toward a person. You say, what's your goal? Who's your target? What's the bullseye? Jesus is. I'm running for him. Folks are going to forsake you. People are going to quit on God. Christians are going to backslide. Lost people are going to slander. Churches are going to close down and fall apart. All that's going to happen in my life and in yours if it hadn't already. But Jesus never fails. Jesus is always there. I run toward him. He's my aim. He's my goal. He's my mark. Pressing toward him, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. We have a different race to run, Christian. We don't have a race that's uh, worth quitting. We have a race that's worth continuing. We got to keep pressing on. We're running toward him. Jesus, who's the mediator of the new covenant. He's the one who's sprinkled us with his blood. He's finished his race for us. You say, how can Jesus beat the finish line? Because he's already finished. Jesus got there before we did. He's our forerunner. Jesus completed his task. He found the will of God, fulfilled the will of God. He finished the will of God.
He ascended to the right hand of the Father, and there he is waiting for us at that finish line. He took his blood, sprinkled it on the mercy seat. He's the mediator. He's the executor of this new covenant. He's the one who put us in this new race. He's waiting with his blood. He's waiting there with his pardon. He's waiting there with that redemption. His blood speaketh better things than that of Abel. Now, don't forget the theme of Hebrews I said a moment ago is Jesus is better. Here we find his blood is better. The blood of Jesus Christ is better than any other blood mentioned in the Old Testament. You can go all the way back to Genesis, the very first mention of blood when Abel offered, uh, when Abel was killed by his brother Cain. Can I say Jesus' blood is better than that? Today, I want to admonish you listeners. Keep running your race. Keep pressing on. Don't look at the next lap and don't look at the next step, but Keep your eye on the finish line. Don't forget that we're running toward someone. We're running toward some place. We're running for uh, something. We've been saved by the grace of God. We're running to a heavenly city in a heavenly country with a heavenly crowd and our heavenly Christ all waiting for us on the other side of the finish line. Press on. It won't be very long. In the beginning of this chapter, we have that phrase, run with patience. All throughout Hebrews, we have that contrast between old and new. Well, here we find that contrast given between the race we run. We're not running toward Mount Sinai. We're running toward heavenly Mount Zion. We're not running toward the law. We're running toward the Lord. We're not running for a country down here. We're running for a heavenly country. We got to keep pressing on. Singers keep singing. Preachers keep preaching. Prayers keep praying. Soul winners keep winning souls. Bus workers keep running your routes. Teachers keep teaching. Christians keep being Christians. Serve God. Love people. Do a work until he comes. We're running toward the finish line. And then one day, we'll cross that river. Then one day, we'll cut that red tape. One day, we'll go past that checkered flag. And when we make it to the finish line, standing there with nail-pierced hands outstretched, will be the Savior who died for us, our blood-stained Redeemer, Jesus Christ. And I would admonish you, you keep running for Jesus. Amen. Until next time, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.